So you guys like coffee? Well, good, because we've partnered up with the best. Blackout Coffee Company is America's best small batch coffee. The true patriotic roasters of Freedom Nectar that lets you stay on your grind all day, every day. Blackout Coffee Company offers signature blends, single-serving coffee pods, and several types of loose teas. You can order those as needed, or you can join a monthly subscription. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiot.com, look for the Blackout Coffee Company link, and make sure you use promo code ROBW10, that's R-O-B-W-10, for some immediate savings. Have you been searching for something healthy and natural to make you feel better and get you back on the up and up? Let me introduce you to Life Cycle Mushroom Tinctures. Life Cycle is now transformed into an evolutionary mushroom biotechnological company that harnesses the great potential mushrooms possess. Life Cycle's mission is to deliver the highest possible ethos attached to the incredible professional products to those who wish to upgrade their wellness and reach their true potential. Let's start with Turkey Tail for your gut health, Rishi for relaxation, Lion's Mane for focus, Cordyceps to help your body realize its true natural potential, and shiitake for your hair, nail, and skin support. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiots.com, look for the Life Cycle link, use CSIPOD10 for a promo code to help you save some money today. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to uh sports page episode where we go over our really shitty picks. <laughs> I am Rob. It's almost like shitty movie review, but it's a football version. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. I mean, they're good games. They we are. just don't know what the fuck we're doing. We absolutely don't know what we're doing. So that was a little old school uh, intro. Tyler made that for us uh, when we first got started with this podcast a while back. So I thought I'd throw that in there for good times. Uh yeah, before we get started, yeah, let's what what do y'all what is y'all's take on this whole Michael Orr uh blindside movie? When it first deal. came out, I was like, man, that's pretty shitty of them. And then yeah. when you get, when you got to reading in on it, you're like they didn't do anything wrong. No. Really? I mean, technically could they have maybe pushed a little bit of money his way off a book deal Gave or him something? a few Taco Bell franchises? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Maybe one store. Maybe, you know. I, I just, but the more you read into it, the more layers of that onion. It's like a parfait. It is. Everybody <laughs> don't like onions, Shrek. Just peel it back. <laughs> no, it's like an onion. Yeah. Anyway, so, as you start peeling it back, you find out that he's on season two of Broke. Yeah. I mean, from what I from what I gathered, and I was with you when I first started hearing, it, hearing everything come out about it. I thought it was, uh, I was like, man, what a raw deal. They used this guy's, um, you know, his, his tragic story and to his, his defined glory. And, uh, they took advantage of him monetarily. But I don't think that's what happened at all. I think exactly what you said. I think that his career was over. He mismanaged his money and he's trying to find a way to squeeze a few, uh, 
dimes and, and, and nickels what, out of the tubes. And from what do you look at it? I don't. I don't think they needed the money. No, they didn't need the money. It was so you can't take that angle there, Michael Orr. Yeah. The thing with him is, we talked about what a bad, uh, what a sidestep the Rock's having to do in the last episode. Uh, Michael's gonna have to sidestep this because. Do you have any employable skills? Yeah. I mean, and, and and the only reason I say that is I go back to broke on ESPN, and despite the fact that the Arizona State's probably going to be under sanctions after he took over as head football coach, that old boy had a point. The the power of one. You need one house, one girlfriend, or one wife, one car. That's yeah. it. That's, That's all it. you need. Yeah. Herm. Yeah, Herm. Yeah. And he, but he spoke to those rookies every year through the NFL, and it made sense. And I guess my thing is, I don't know. Man. Shit, go back and look at Jamarcus Russell. That's the biggest. That's the biggest one that I can think of as far as like, you gave, uh, you gave them this man ain't ha- didn't own a bicycle, but you gave him the keys to the brand new Ferrari. I yeah. mean, I mean, you just shit like that. What did you expect was going to happen? Right, and and the thing is, like you were saying off air, they didn't adopt him. They get they set up a conservatorship, and you can tell why. Yeah, they they basically set that up for him so he could get a driver's license, so they could get him some health insurance because he, I mean, he's pretty much homeless, homeless. and uh, and help him get into college. You know, that was the three main things. Uh, I don't know, I know like movies will spin stuff and make it. You know, it's all Hollywood fabulous stuff like that. But I believe the truth to it was they they really had a soft spot for this guy in his situation. And they they literally did the best they could do to help him out. And what he did with that after after And the, you didn't hear anything and I guess it goes back to the the Kaepernick story as saga. Yeah. He was raised by such racist it took him twenty five years to realize it. Yeah, like if it was that bad, why did you wait until now? Kaepernick. Oh. Ooh, is he on a plane? <laughs> they turned around over Virginia, is what I heard. I just don't understand. You know, it's no good deed goes unpunished. Basically, that's well, what it boils down to. So, and I'm not trying to like jump. I mean, from what I've read, I, and I've read multiple stories, and then most of this stuff I'm reading here is coming off a bar stool. So, and they dig most most information out that they can. Oh, they'll shit on anybody. This guy, I mean he he was trying to kind of shake them down. I think for about fifteen million dollars, like fifteen million. That's what he. Uh, his request, his request was. So my, my, I guess my question, and I've not looked into it. What was his last contract? Oh, uh, you know what? I should have. We should have looked that up. I didn't even look at that. Let's just say conservatively, he had what six point. Let's just say a seven million dollar contract. If he, someone gave me seven million dollars when I was in my twenties, I guarantee your ass this beard would not be as white as it currently is. He actually told everybody they tricked him into signing a document. He didn't even understand what the document was he was signing. This was for the conservatorship. They tricked him, though. They tricked you into getting health insurance and driver's, <laughs> driver's license and into, into college, college. Yeah. without having to pay for yeah. college. So the last contract Michael Orr signed, he signed a three-year, $21.6 million contract extension to stay with Carolina through 2019. But... Give me obvi- Yeah, but obviously his career was ultimately cut short, where he suffered a severe concussion and remained in protocol for over nine months before announcing his retirement. Well, he'll be suing the NFL next because con- concussion protocol. Him and Antonio. So what did he walk away with out of the 20? What was guaranteed? There had to be a guarantee somewhere. I'm probably that's what I'm saying. There had to be like seven million of the twenty 
Usually it's a third that's guaranteed. So his last, his he walked away in 2016, I believe, is when he, based on what I'm looking at, his career earnings by year, 2016 is the last one with Carolina, says he walked out with $3.6 million. Okay, somebody give me $3.6 Please, please, just give this podcast $3.6 I will not, sh- we will be the, we will go and punch Joe Rogan in the face. I'm not doing that. I'll do it for $3.6 million. I, so if you look at 11 And I'll seasons. give him... <laughs> 1.2 of that. Joe, you don't even have to swing. You're going to make $1.2 million. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Just let me hit you in the face. So if you look over, if you look over the Please 11, choke me. look over the 11 season that Michael Ord played, he earned $34.5 million during Come his on, NFL career. Man. Come on. Mm-mm. If you give me $34 million, guess what? I'm going to die with money in the bank to leave my kids. I mean, I'm, I've always said I'm going to buy a thousand acres and build a fucking house in the damn middle of it. And yeah. The only way you will see me is if you come see me or if you have a drone. Yeah. You'll see my helicopter go get groceries. Just look for Arlo's blue roof. That's right. In the middle of a field. Be careful if you do it, though, because I will be naked. (laughs) There goes Cousin Johnny naked in the creek again. That boy ain't been sober in six years. How y'all doing? He'd be like, he'd look like Robin Williams off Jumanji. <laughs> yes. Uh, he had vines in his hair. <laughs> let that shit grow out. You can put vines in it. Standing right there in the middle of the creek doing the helicopter. There he was. Don't that look was at that. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> or alleged that the it Tui family. Late. She had already beat. got a free throw right in front of the home team. Uh, or alleged that the family, the Tui family, never actually adopted him. <laughs> <laughs> the apparent base of this whole story uh, was turned into a book and a motion picture, uh, and it was used for the Tui to the Tui family to have personal financial gain. And the family responded accusations, saying that the conservatorship, again, like we said, was to help his college recruitment, to get him health insurance, and obtain a driver's license, which is really sad, you know. And I know. I saw something with the Tui's attorney talking, and I think the both the the husband and wife I don't remember their names, uh, Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw, they <laughs> they were standing there and they were devastated. Like you could tell they were physically just upset that that he had basically turned on them for what they had done for him. Um, the petition filed by Michael Orr also asked the court uh, to terminate the Tui's conservatorship and stop them from using his name and likeness and accounts that all money made using his name to pay for uh, portions to pay for his to pay him for the money that was earned. And they also asked the family to pay for losses and damages. What the fuck did they lose or damage? What you did had, they lose? He had ten years in the NFL. Eleven for alignment. For alignment. Which is a long, pretty long career. That's a long, long career. career for alignment. That's your fault. Hmm. I'm sorry. Like you said, ESPN broke season two. Right there. Face of the man. Yeah. Right there on it. Let me show you how to fuck off $34 million worth. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at an average of $3 million a year. Yeah. I could live on that. Live on I don't that. know Hell. if I could spend that. I mean, I'd try. I mean, I'd, 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 try. I'd give it an honest effort. I'd be like, y'all ain't going to believe what this box seats look like this Falcons game. And guess what? <laughs> y'all got one right beside me. I still got 2.5 in the bank. <laughs> It'd be like, I'd be like freaking Jethro on the damn Beverly Hillbillies. I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. Um, so the two, Sean Tui actually told Daily Memphian, uh, I guess that's a newspaper, that they didn't make any money off the movie. Um, when the book was wrote, Michael Lewis had wrote the book and, um, 
he gave everybody in the family an equal share, including Michael. It was about $14,000 each. Over the years, too, he had been given uh, Mr. Orr an equal cut of every penny received from the blind side. Even recent, when Mr. Orr started to threaten them, what he would do unless they paid him an eight-figure windfall uh, as a part of a shakedown effort, uh, refused to cash the small profit checks the Tuies had gave him. Uh, so they put him in a trust account for him, for his son. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yes. That, uh, so, not, yes. so that just yes. goes to show these are good people. Yes, they, they are. These are good people. They didn't tell him to F off and get lost. They was like, okay, well, we're just going to put this in a trust account for your son. Um, yes. Unbeknownst to the public, Orr had actually attempted to run this place several times, but numerous lawyers uh, stopped uh, representing him once they saw the evidence and learned the truth. Um, the Tui family. Uh, and then he found an ambulance chaser. Yeah. The Tui family's lawyer. Yeah, there's an attorney out there to take your money. Sadly, Mr. Orr had finally found a willing enabler and filed a ludicrous lawsuit. A cynical attempt to drum up attention to the uh, middle of his latest book tour. So he's on the book tour. What the fuck? Um, the Tui family still hopes to patch things up with Orr at some point. Man, that's just devastating. It's so devastating. It's like it's about as devastating as my picks this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> College football is in full swing, fellas. There were uh, some good games. There my, were. Michael Orr's a piece of shit. And we're going to move on from that. Uh, there were some really good games. There's some surprising, some surprising games. Uh, I think the one that stuck out to me the most, the most surprising game, was Duke just manhandling Clemson. That I did not see that coming. Neither did Dabo. Nobody saw that coming. Uh, if you get stopped by Duke's defense inside their own three yard line, not once, but twice, yeah, and you walk away with no points. Give me two. Give me two. I mean, it's. I, yeah, it's a long season for Clemson. But it really don't matter because Florida State's going to win the ACC. Yeah, I was impressed. Yeah. Miami they, may give them a push. That'll be a good game this season when they, those two square off. Um, I think despite what's going on at the U of F, they made the right hire. So, yeah. So hang on a second. Let's try, we're They're taking about, a beating right we're now. We're talking about some media. ACC schools. What, what West Coast team is joining the ACC? Uh, it oh, was one God. of the Pac-12. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But how the hell are we still is calling it the Atlantic St- Coast is Conference? It Stanford? I think so. Yeah. It's, it's a couple of them. You can't call it the Atlantic Coast Conference anymore. It, can you imagine? You the, can't call it the SEC. You anymore. can't call it the SEC when you got Texas and Oklahoma. The, the traveling logistics on those games are going to be stupid. Yes. Stupid. And you're expecting, and the thing is, let's go ahead and say it. I mean, these kids are Student athletes, you're you're expecting them to maintain a certain GPA and well, great. that travel that's tied in. We're gonna talk about football, but like we talked about before, what are you gonna do with these softball and baseball kids? Oh, well, see, and that's where they get on Notre Dame's ass. Notre Dame stayed independent for so long in football, which actually helped their minor sports, so mm-hmm. they could they didn't have to travel, right? And but like Stanford now, every game is a three hour. You might as well just move the fucking university to the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to play all their games on. The, they're going to play all their games on the East Coast. Makes no sense. Stupidest thing I've ever seen. But anyway, anyway not the stupidest thing, but it's pretty close. It's, so. it's one of the. It's up there. Um, I didn't watch Alabama game. I figured that they would handle their business pretty well, and I think they did. Uh, Tennessee, I didn't really watch that game either. Their score was lopsided. 
Um, we're going to talk about Georgia, not right now. Uh, well, Colorado, uh, I, I, I mean, we all picked Colorado to win, and yeah. Colorado's for real. Like they're for real, and it's uh, that culture's changed there as far as like how that athlete represents. This and week ought to be the, this is the. We'll see what happens this week. Yeah. I, this ought to be a a better game. I'm not what? saying Nebraska's back by any means, but they was not back last knew. weekend. <laughs> But I, but I want to see if Colorado can back it up. Where you really show that you're back and you've, you've changed the culture of the program is when you start stringing wins together or yeah. at least start stringing together They're still competitive the The bet events. line in Vegas right now is still, I think, three and a half wins. And it's not – Oh, no, they're going to win more than that. I wish I had to put some money on that. It's, you don't think they win more than three games? On paper – They should. They should. Gotcha. But – like he said, how can you manage that team? Here's what you do. Here's where you're going to see the, the, the test of uh, testicular fortitude. How do they respond after a loss? That's where you're going to see the character of that football team. I think to myself, that's, that's what and I think. And is that law, what are you, how are you going to act if that loss is evident after the second quarter? Gotcha. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see the character of that football team in that side, and, and when and when they get uh, when they start getting spanked a little bit during the game, but, and after their first loss. But you also got to see. I mean, you come into a situation where you didn't know how his son was going to perform at quarterback. He did great. You had no idea about this hunter kid that was absolutely all over the place Stutter. on both sides of the ball. Yep. Out of a Gwinnett, I believe. Yeah, He's out of Gwinnett. Yeah, Georgia what was it, 140-something snaps? But but the thing is, though, it's ridiculous. you can go into a game and surprise somebody, and you did because there wasn't a no, you had no history of how those guys were going to perform. Mm. It's no secret now. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's so now, there. now you're going to go there's, out. There's, there's, a, under there's a grad assistant that has dissected every play and every time that the foot moves to the left. Yeah. And that, hey, and hey that's coach, look at this. <laughs> look what I pulled up, coach. And that's what I'm at. I yeah. want to see what success you have going forward now that it's no longer a secret. Yeah. Um, the one that shocked me, uh, man, Florida State put it on LSU. I mean, they really did. Florida State's, I mean, Florida State, they ended their season well last year. They did, and they continued this year. And yes. like I said, I think he's changed the culture in Tallahassee. I think see. he's got them buying in. He's got a young quarterback. He's got a the kid from Carrollton signed already as a – The quarterback kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, as a huge. Like, he's sophomore now. So, I yeah. mean, if he commits and stays committed, I think he – Didn't they beat the brakes off of Rome? Yes. Yes, that kid's legit. Like a drum. So, anyway. So, here the other thing with that, too, is uh, <laughs> I've messaged y'all – and don't take offense to this. It's just we're just shooting the shit on a football podcast. But um, I forgot how annoying Florida State fans were. God. <laughs> they came out of they came out of the woodwork. So like, they've had that they've had that pinned up for several years. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of a, a certain team that wears orange and white. Yes, y'all should stop that. Yeah, just <laughs> act like you've been there before. Yeah, because Bobby is dying right now because y'all acted the way you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Need, to, need to tuck in you crazy. But sure. I mean, and you take a look at oh. Uh, uh, Mr. Kelly, there, he uh, made a statement and said that his team uh, thought, they were, thought they were the Georgia Bulldogs, and they were not. So, and his quarterback <laughs> sitting right beside him. He's like, "Thanks, I know, coach." I know the whole time that poor kid just looking what? straight ahead. Was and he his the parents one? is like, "How they let that five bastard in our house? I'm recruiting my kid. So feed we, him a gumbo." We, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking at work, and one of the ladies that was talking, she was, she's hilarious. She knows everything about football, and I love it. 
but she was talking about how one of the coaches was sitting there going, yeah, the most important thing you got to do during the game is execute. And right now, I want to execute every one of those guys in that locker room. Yeah. yeah. That was it Kelly. was him, wasn't it, Kelly? <laughs> Dude, it was, I'm telling you, that was, uh, it was an eye-opening game. And like we said, that game would probably be a statement game. It'll be, it'll tell you, it'll be a tale of two tales of how those seasons will go for those two football teams. Now, I do think out of the two teams, LSU can come back yeah. better. I think that is locker room material. That's yeah. how you motivate them the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, you look at Oregon getting the shit beat out of them by Georgia that first game, and then they, they had a great be, season. They should be embarrassed about what they did. Oh, Saturday. yeah, that was un, that was uncalled for. And, so. I, and, and trust me, here's the thing. It's not my kid's job not to score. 81? But was that what it was? 81 to at, – at, at that point, just take a knee. Yeah, but but here's all right on the flip side of that not and I do agree with you completely, but is that where this whole quality wins and the point spreads and all this stuff that the playoff system has created? Do you think that the system is what creates the not need by who for they play? No, okay, I, but that's I, what that's that's exactly what my argument now, was. If they when we had talked beat about it another Pac-12 like that. Okay, then we get to. But I'll tell you another but thing not too. The team they played about I that totally system. Agree. Well, about that system that we talk about. It's all about which ones, which teams are going to pull in the most money, anyways. I mean, let's just be honest. That's the way that's going to play. That's you going to shake money out. Money decides it. Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. We picked that one. Uh, we all lost that one. Uh, North Carolina. Uh, I knew better. I, I was. I knew better than to pick Georgia Tech. But the only thing that I, the only rational thought behind mine was I read the hype, and it still. It, I don't know if it's not. It's true. It's just that may just be how bad South Carolina yeah. is. North Carolina's defense is horrible. Yeah, I, I, if you can't move the ball on them and score on them, then you you gotta have a long ass season. Their quarterback's legit now. They got a great quarterback. Hey, what are they projecting? Or what are they projecting him to go first round? Yeah, first quarterback picked out of the draft next year or this coming year. So, so I don't. I mean, but I still don't. And you said Beamer ball, and we should just listen. We should not, have. We I'm should not. not have picked cocky. Um, but there's somebody. There's your sleeper in the ACC. Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. They'll sneak up on somebody else. Um, we had another uh, – let's see, we picked Georgia Tech. All us picked Georgia Tech. And, man, uh, they had the game won, and they just couldn't finish. Couldn't finish. Bastards. Um, our sleeper game, our, our upset game – uh, I'm going to do y'all's first, and then I'll do mine. And, Arlo, you you had Hawaii. Uh, they're still reeling, I guess, from all the stuff that's going on over there right now, which makes sense. Uh, Cousin Johnny, you had Nebraska. Nebraska's Ouch. not back. Ouch. They're not. They're not no. back. No, no, they are back, exactly how they have been in the past. Yeah, they, no they're different. consistently bad. Yay, like new they coach. Have. We still suck. And then uh, I, <laughs> I, I took this one on a whim, and it was fun, until I saw the rest of my picks fall through. Uh, I took Miami, Ohio over Miami because the quarterback Gabbard for Miami, Ohio said, we're going to show him who the real Miami is in September. So I was like, okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And it's in South Beach to come find out. Guess what? <laughs> they, uh, yeah, yeah. It's they, been confirmed. They confirmed that they were not the Miami uh, that everybody else is talking about. Yeah. So, Kind of uh, reminds me of that local team we had. Kind of decided to write that on that sign before they played uh, Rome. Yeah, it weren't, weren't, weren't. It was uh, a... <laughs> Oh, man, I got that. It didn't work out. So if we take a look at our picks first week, uh, I will go ahead and sound it off with an astounding. I was three wins in, five losses. And Arlo and Cousin Johnny tied with five wins, three losses. Gentlemen, 
good job. But a blind squirrel finds a nut. But beating me in college football picks is like beating me in a foot race. Did you really do something? I mean, I'm still going to brag about it, Rob. You said something to be proud about. Maybe I'm an asshole. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) All right, so Um, let's go. So we're all three picking – the first three, right? And then yeah, we we got the same well, games. We got we're, we got we got three college games, three pro games, and we're we, and then we got a, and then we got a. Uh, right. The only thing that's different is we we all got our own wild card. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're all picking. All the right. Same. So let's start it off. We got. Um, Can you read my handwriting? Yeah. No. No. I've got the text. Okay. So okay. Okay. I guess I can't even read it. So I'm gonna you? put the games down, and then I'll put our names. So, but anyway, um, I got it. Oh, is that your oh, picks? It's already written down from last oh, week. Look at you. From his? Or yeah. you wrote it down? He did. Oh, well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. I mean, first, it looks like he wrote it with yeah. his left hand, but still. It's, that's okay. All right, so this week's games, <laughs> Bama, Texas. Now, before we start this, um, last year, Texas would not give tickets to the. You're right, Rob. I picked Nebraska. Let's just go ahead and start a new form. You're good right there. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I told you it looked like Texas, but it's actually Tech, and it was last <laughs> week. Sorry. So we got Texas, Alabama. So before we make our picks, I just want you to know this. So last year, Texas did not send Alabama any tickets for the Million Dollar Band. So the Million Dollar mm. Band did not travel. And you know how road tide is Hurt over there. Hurts they felt like they didn't have the band to back the players, so that made the game a little bit closer than it should be. Come on. But anyway, so in petty fashion, Texas offered Alabama at the last minute upper-level tickets for their band. So the band would have had to be in, in the upper level. All those kids in September in Texas would have had to climb those stairs, carrying those instruments, Climb back down, back up. So you're talking. Yeah. So they were like, no, fuck that shit. We're not going. Yeah. So in petty Birmingham fashion, they did not offer Texas any tickets, but they didn't wait. They offered them upper level tickets if they wanted to bring their band. Yeah. So if Texas's band shows up, they will be in the upper level. Well, let me just say, kudos to Alabama. I would do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the pettiness that you get when you come to the south. Yeah, <laughs> now, if you're talking about Alabama, well, I mean, Auburn, you're fighting in the Waffle House, right? <laughs> we'll hold a grudge. Okay, so Bama, Texas. Who you got? Bama, unfortunately, but yes, Bama. I'm taking Texas, guys. Yeah, I'm going Bama. It's in. If it was in Texas, I'd be with you. But yeah, it's, it's, it's in, in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska, Colorado. I think we had the discussion earlier. Nebraska is back, and it is the same old sad story, so I'm going to have to say Colorado. But we talked about this off air. Colorado surprised everybody in the first game because nobody knew what to expect because you had so many new players. Guess what? It's not a secret anymore. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of film out there, and these teams have got enough people on their staff to be able to sit down and critique these films and pull this stuff apart. Colorado is going to have to play. Okay, but I hope they're back. I do, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm picking Colorado. I don't even think Nebraska could beat TCU. I'm definitely going with Colorado. Okay, um, right now the spread is uh, three. Colorado's twenty second in the nation, but the over under fifty eight and a half. 
after all of those points that were scored against TCU, I would take the over, but that's just me. But Nebraska, Colorado. So we're across the board. We're all going Colorado? I believe so. Yep. Okay. Prime. Coach Prime. Too uh, legit. Too legit to quit. Okay, the next one is Auburn Cal. This one hurts. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and tell you all right now. I'm going to have to steal. Darius Rucker had the best quote when he was talking about picking Duke and Clemson. Or he's talking about Larry And he Crow. was sitting there. No, well, he may have. But he was sitting there and he said, look. He said, let's be honest. There's only one university in South Carolina I'm going to root for. He said, I hope. He said, I picked Duke by 90. Like, he refuses to root for Clemson. I'm going to have to be that way about Auburn. I'm going to have to pick. Uh, I'm, I'm picking Cal. Auburn's traveling. I'm taking Cal. I'm definitely picking Cal. And Auburn's getting six and a half, but it's a ten thirty kickoff on the West Coast. Oof. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Cal. Cal. What, oh, before I make my pick, we can change this. They who did they play? They beat North Texas fifty eight to twenty one. Oh shit. They gave up twenty one to North Texas. I don't know if it was late, early. Shit, that doesn't make me feel Auburn better. did? No, Cal. Cal won. Cal won, but they gave up twenty one to North Texas. I think they'll still be all right. I think that travel's going to hurt Auburn. And Auburn, despite what people on the plane say, still don't know who the fuck their quarterback is. No. Yeah. No. So, across the board, Cal. Do you normally want to root at SEC? Yes, but there's just too many ifs there. I would pull for the fucking Taliban. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> I got burned to the ground last week doing that, so I'm moving on from it. Okay, so anybody want to take another – I'll just pull up the top 25, and we'll go. Uh, I don't see any standout games. That's to be. It. Okay, hold on, hold on. The shit show, not that I hated his ass any less before, but I hate his ass more. James Franklin has a special place in hell for doing what he did. He covered the fucking spread. Don't tell me he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. To run that play at the end of the game? That's horse shit. I we, mean... The at game's least, won. At least he isn't taking showers with little kids. That's true, but. <laughs> okay, so here's the game. Here's the 330 game. I can't believe we didn't pick this one. Texas A&M, Miami. I'm taking Miami. That's my upset. Yeah. Did, were you? If, you, if you're going, that, that's not my upset. I, I have, that's not my wild card. But if you want to throw that game in as a bonus. No, I mean. No, I, go ahead and throw it in as a bonus. Well, no, that's his wild yeah, card, so wild, we can't. That's my oh. upset. <laughs> hey, um, hey. <laughs> there it is. I was hoping you were going to do the Delta sound. There's not there's not another good. I, I have a. That up, was about the best upset game yeah, that I saw, too. I have an upset pick. I'll talk about it at the end, though. Okay, so you're going. You said you are going. Who are you picking, Miami? Miami over Texas A&M. Okay, yes. so Miami. Um, what's your upset game? I need to discuss. Well, I'll discuss my upset at the very end of our football discussion. Oh, okay, okay. Because we still got three NFL games that we need to crank out. So I'll discuss okay. my upset at the end. So just leave a little gap there, Arlo. I'm trying to see where you might be going with that. Okay, I'll leave you a little. I'll leave you a gap. Gap to mumble. It's a hatchet one. Um, gap or a gape? Ooh, that's mm. a, poor Grambling State is going to get their brains beat in by LSU. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Somebody's got to pay for us fucking up, and it's going to be you. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Uh, there's not any good games. Let's go back to the SEC before I give mine. I'll go ahead and give mine, and then we'll do pro. 
Yeah, we'll do at the end of the pros. I'll give you here's my, here's I'm one that I almost. Whoa, that's a good one. Oregon and Texas Tech. That is going to be a good game. Is it is Texas traveling it, though? Nope, it's at Texas. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to take. Oh, I'm going to take Oregon. That'll be my upset game. Well, they're projected to win, sir. Well, that, that's true. Yeah, wild card. Wild, wild Let's card. call it a wild card. Yeah. Let's go yeah. wild card. That makes it easier. Yeah, we'll just say wild card. Okay. All right, so pros. Let's go to the pros. Let's go to the pros. Oh, I heard something today, and this, this dumb bastard. Could the Miami team of the 90s beat an NFL team? No, no, no. I tried to tell somebody this today. I was like, no. if, you, if you want to know, if you want to know what it looks like, if you take a college team and put it against an NFL team, it's just like watching the second string Falcons play the first string Steelers. They run it down their throat. I mean, it's not even you. Come on. Move on. It's like the 14 and under national boys team beating the Olympic women's team. That's how bad it is. <laughs> yes. It ain't even a comparison. No. All right. So our the three NFL picks, Jets versus the Bills. Um, I'll give you the line before we take the the Jets and the Bills. The Bills, it's in New York. The Bills are only favored by two and a half. I'm taking the Jets. I am too. I'm going for the Bills. Despite being told that I looked like Aaron Rodgers this weekend when I was in a store with my girlfriend, I am still going to have to go with the Bills. He's like, I am, and I just did some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one was uh, Falcons and the Panthers. Are we homering it? I'm definitely going with the Falcons. I don't even think Bryce Young finishes this game. I'll go ahead and tell you that I am going for the Panthers, and the reason is every time the Falcons and the Panthers play – Because you like Michael Orr? No. But every time the Falcons and the Panthers play, it tends to always be the road team that pulls it out. There he is using logic. Sadly, you're you're right. But I just – I don't think Bryce Young is going to survive the – I honestly don't think he's going to finish that game. And he's probably going to throw for 700 yards and eight touchdowns. So make sure you get your bets in on the the Panthers. (laughs) I'm I'm, – we're going to put our um, cousin Johnny on the island. He's on the island. All right. You going with Dirty Birds? I'm going with the Dirty Birds. All right. All right so the last NFL game is Niners Steelers. And the Niners are favored two and a half, but it's in Pittsburgh. I'm going with the Steelers. Man, they look strong. Holy shit. Their offense is strong and fast. Uh, Pickett and uh Kenny Pickett, no buddy from uh Georgia, they gonna hook it up and I think the Steelers are gonna be win convincingly. Yeah, I'm going with Heater's teams, the Steelers. Well, I guess I am pulling a rob this week. I'm just trying to do the opposite of everything y'all do. So He's we'll just on go the ahead island, and do all, the, all three NFL games. You do nah, realize, wait till I show you my wild card. You'll really know I'm on the island. Arlo, it is Arlo, the, you realize your your picks are gonna suck this week. I know. Okay. Niners. I'm picking the Niners. Okay. I mean at this point, nobody knows. I just don't know how Brock Purdy's elbow is. I just don't know. You know, I just don't know. So, um, if he's healthy. So, y'all got y'all's ups or y'all's wild cards, right? Our wild card was college. Your wild card going to be pro? Yes. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now that y'all are going to make fun of me when I say this. I will. Okay? Go ahead. You will. You will. <laughs> but you got to listen to the logic here. Okay? You said wild card. Yeah. You didn't tell me what it had to be. No, that's what we want. So, guess what? My oh, wild card. shit. Are you ready? Are you going high school football? I'm going to stab Hell you. to the null. <laughs> you may still stab me, so be careful. Put that pen down. I am actually transitioning, my, my friend. 
Oh, God. I mean, not that transition. <laughs> kind of like the boy told me today that I was giving a test to. He goes, I think I'm an animal stuck in a human's body. I was like, cool, man. Uh, bell rang. Time to go to class. Coach Rogers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, uh, I'm going to tell you that my I, in a way, big. Whew, supposedly oh. it stretches the size oh. of two raccoons. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. I can't even finish it. Just take my car right. payment, Jesus. So, let's, <laughs> let's, let's say that I am staying in college with this pick. Guys, I'm going to say that I am picking uh, a tennis matchup that's coming Friday night. I am picking your boy Ben Shelton is facing off against Novak Djokovic. If you guys have not been keeping up with this, you're a big ATL guy. Ben Shelton is from Atlanta. His dad was the uh, head tennis coach at Florida, of all places. Okay. But his dad also played at Georgia Tech. He played tennis How at Georgia Tech. How do you spell Tech. Uh, Novak. And then it's D-J-O-K-O-V-I-C. But anyways, Ben Shelton is unseated. I was going to say, I just spell it phonetically, so we're good. Ben Shelton is unseated. He's coming in. He's 20 years old. He is an Atlanta boy. He played in the SEC for Florida for his dad. Of course, now that he's turned pro and just raking it in, dad decided to retire from his college coaching job, and now he's just his son's full-time professional coach. Okay. But anyways, uh, they play Friday night. It's the semifinals, and so I'm picking Ben Shelton to uh, make a little splash. That was a wild card. You said wild card. wild cards. It was. Does that look like a penis? Yes. Good, because that's what it's around. <laughs> Just for the record, that's, that's uh, cousin Johnny's. It's got a hood. Pick. It's well, got a hood. It looks like Ooh. a penis. I'm gonna say it. Maybe a friend's a friend of ours, because I only see one testicle. Oh, that may be. <laughs> All right, chicken heart. Oh my god! God, muddy. I hope he's All right. okay. So, not pickums. Uh, the Cleveland Bengals game. The Burroughs is playing. I know, man. Honest to God. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think not just this game, but with the Cleveland Browns season, I think they they now they said it. Chubb and uh, I cannot pronounce the tight end's name. Uh, it's it's weird, but anyways, they said this is a dire like this is a see this is the year. This is it. we we're in desperation. We've had this group of people together for so long. This is this has got to be a, a make or break year. Y'all, Deshaun Watson ain't played football in two years. And guess what? You, what do we all know, uh, unless you're Tom Brady, uh, back there uh, behind center, what happens when you get older? You don't move as quick. And and you ain't took any snaps in almost two years. Has it been two years? Two years you ain't took any snaps. It's the whole argument with Kaepernick. I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't the answer. And I, you said it. You hit it right on the head. I think he's going to flounder like Kaepernick. Who's I really the backup? do. backup? Man, that's a great question. I don't know. I don't think it's anybody worth a it's shit. It's not palatable, whoever it is, because uh, they're putting all their eggs in this basket, and I'm going to tell you, this basket's got a hole in it. And we can go back after week it 17. Depends. It just depends on how many massage parlors they yeah. stop at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He promised the season <laughs> a happy ending to the season. That's what I heard. Jesus. That's what I heard. So. Yeah. Uh, but before we go, uh, let's let's go ahead. Let's rate the Bulldogs on their first game, and then let's talk a little bit about Bobo. Um, I know everybody's squawking about Bobo's back, and he's doing the same old shit he's been doing, and that's why we got rid of him in the first place. I was one of those Saturday night. I, I, I was right there with you. But I watched Kirby's press conference, and after he went through the list of receivers that did not play, 
Because of injury. Because of injury. And the fact that they do have the luxury this season of actually getting them healthy and not playing them until they're ready. Yeah. I understand some of the plays. I don't understand. You don't want to get the secret sauce out in the first week. Again, yeah, you're not going to open up the playbook sure. against yeah. UT Martin or Ball State. I yeah. understand that too. Um, what I had a problem with was Brock Bowers does not need to be your check down route. No, you got to get that guy, the and, ball in that guy's hands. And the transfer from Missouri, I cannot tell you how many times he split the defense. He split both safeties and Beck never saw never him. Never saw him. Never, never saw, saw him. him. And I'm sure that's been pointed out all week in, during film. Um, Those throws are not going to be there later on in the season. No. I mean, I just, right now, I'm. I think what scares me, I don't think long-term with Georgia, I'm not looking to three-peat. Okay, if that happens, great. Great. I I just want to be competitive. Sure. Okay, the other thing, I'm not so sure Beck's your guy all year. I don't either. And and I said it, I mean, and I'll say it right here, and I may eat crow for it later, but I think Vandergriff is the guy. The problem is he looks like a man back there. Well, but the problem is there's a guy that I work with. He's an alumni. He went to the Georgia to the G Day game, and he said being at the G Day game in Washington, Vandergriff looked like trash. And he said That's Vandergriff was number two against number one. He said he's the number two. It's the number two offense against the number one defense. He gets that, but he looked like trash. Yeah, I had heard the same thing. Yeah. And he said so. We can't judge it based on this. He said on the flip side though, he told me he said the thing is though, Beck is not a college quarterback anymore. That college quarterback position is not a pocket passer. No. And no. Beck is. And that that it's may be us. what's going to hurt you is if you need the uh, the the person that can scramble, that's where Vandergrift may get so, the upper. And our, we're depleted. We, yeah, and, I was going to say, we do I mean. not have a that running may, back. That may be what causes him to get a little leg up. There. The thing that I liked about Vandergrift, and I know I heard all that, the squawking about him too at the G-Day game, but the other thing that I liked about him was he was game time ready. And he made big plays when he got in there, and he didn't have any nerves. Well, I he was going to say. He took command of the, of the field when he was in there. The thing I, that impressed me, after the ones got out, everyone after them played like their job was on the line. For sure. I mean, they were flying to the football. Yeah. And I didn't realize um, number 13, I can never he's – he's a freshman linebacker. I, di- I could not – I didn't realize he was a true freshman. He's calling a place. Yeah, he's and that's beast. what – Last year, this time, he laced it up on Friday nights, y'all, and he's calling the defense. For the two-time national championship. As an 18-, 19-year-old kid. And you tell me you don't love sports stories right there. Yeah. That's awesome. And that kid just, on him, begged to go to the Under Armour game, All-Star game, as a junior. And they were like, you don't need any more spotlight. We need to get some kids some – he was like, no, I just want to play. It got so bad that they at one time – they had to call a timeout, and the coaches met at half field or at midfield and discussed that there would be a signal when he when they subbed him out. And then he figured out what was going on, and he refused to come off the field. They could not run to that side of the ball. Yeah. And then they said, one of the coaches said, after that game, I look up during the senior Under Armour All-Star game, and who's holding the chains? Him. You just want to be there and be a part of it. That's the intangibles you cannot put on paper. You're exactly right. The kid's right. so hungry, he's getting better. He's getting mental reps. It's the it's the it's your number two lineman. When you're striking the dummy, he's getting mental reps and he's doing it with you. Mm-hmm. But, that's who that's who you want behind you. But that's if you guys have ever listened to Billy Allsbrook is a guy that you should probably listen to. He's a motivational speaker. 
uh, you'd love him, uh, Christian guy. But he talks about how if you want to be first round, that work ethic to be first round kicks in when you're in high school. You want to be first round out of college, that work ethic kicks in in high school, and that's exactly what it makes me think of. When he talks about a work ethic, that kid right there, that's, that's what comes to mind. Well, look at Vandergriff, look at McConkie, three stars. Yeah. And, but, Van, or not Vandergriff, I'm sorry. Bowers, three star, McConkie, three star. Mm-hmm. Bowers sent his COVID tape to Georgia from California. And, and Kirby said, if a kid sends me a videotape in California heat running gassers up a hill, I'm going to go see what he's got. Yeah. And here's the thing. like, and, and I hope this guy stays healthy this whole season. I really do. I hope. My, but, man, Georgia fans, even college football fans, enjoy him while he's here because he's going to be – he'll be playing, taking snaps on Sunday, making the big bucks next year for sure. He's just he's just another level. Like he's on another level. Yeah, and well, the, and the hits that UT Martin they kind of pissed me off a little. They were trying to hit him low. They were, they were. But you're not going to leg tackle Bowers. No, unless you want to be in a wheelchair. Yeah, because he proved, you know, he's a man among yeah. boys. So I'm a man. <laughs> I'm 45. Why didn't we pick him yet? Yeah, we'll pick him at one point. At one oh, point, yeah. so. He'll be playing some. I think Georgia's going to be okay. I, honestly, you know, again, my opinion, it, it's uh, worth its weight in uh, shit on a Delta airline. It's uh, <laughs> Vandergriff is our guy, I think. It's, if we're going to get a three-peat, it's going to be him. And we got to get those guys healthy around him. But I think he's he's confident. He's game day ready. He's mobile. And he's got a big arm. And I think he can – think, And the th- I think that – He's like, got red hair like a Viking. Cousin Johnny said, too – you, you you don't have to stand in the pocket and throw it 60 yards. No. And a buddy of mine I watched the game with said – Not with the dude's that fast. Two out of three passes, Beck's on a, can put it in a five-gallon bucket. That yeah. third one's what scares you. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, worry, he worries me when there's a big game and the pressure's on. That's that's He scares me. I I may be completely wrong. Like I said, and that's I may something be that Aaron Murray, when he did that interview with him, that is something he, he stayed on him a little bit about. Yeah. He said, you know, the pressure's on you. Yeah. You know, you have to take control of this team. Can you do it? And so, and I'm sure first game jitters, home crowd, sellout crowd, you know, you're you're expected to do big things, and then you get two yards in two series. So, why? I, what I don't understand is he doesn't have an NIL deal with uh, some tater tot company <laughs> yet. I know it. Swear Jesus. to God, he was putting point down. He should not have got a fade. No, he shouldn't. His head shaped like a rat turd. <laughs> It's sharp on both ends. It's like a rat turd. It's sharp on both ends. That's going to do it for tonight. Uh, uh, we'll call this a sports page, college football sports page. A uh, uh, little, uh, I don't know, part of Cigar Store Idiots podcast. We'll do this every week. Um, and, again, if you guys want to play along, we'll post our uh, scores, our, our records. And, uh, again, at the end of the season, whoever's got the worst uh, pick them. We'll have to Record? drink all the IPAs in that refrigerator. Oh, my God. Dude, I would die. I'd probably die. Seven and a half percent, and there's five of them. Okay, I can do that. Can we drink them over a week, or it's got to be during the, the final episode? Oh, no, no, episode? no. You have, to, you have to drink two during the final episode, but they have to be consumed. No, we got to drink them all during the episode. In an Jesus hour? Christ, in an hour? You'll yeah. die. That's a Just power give me hour. a puke bucket. Five? That is a power five? Hour. Five 7.5ers. Oh. I may be misspeaking. It may be 9.2s. I mean, if I got to I guess I'll be sleeping here. Uh, you know, I mean. On the table. It won't be as hot at the end of football <laughs> season. So. How many is in there? It's 
9.1. Oh, God. Oh. 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 I, yes, I'm going to start drinking them now each week as we talk. Yeah. It's about the end of the season. Like, oh, damn, I got to drink one. I'd be like, man, the fridge froze up the drinks. and I don't know. What well, that one I just picked up, you probably need to throw out. It's a little squishy. So, Was it? Yeah. yeah. I think it got a little cold in there. So. Anyways. Anyway. But yeah, you guys come up with something. Uh, I think. Uh, right now, the bet is six, 9.1% alcohol IPAs. <laughs> man. My liver just hurt. Golly. And he, and he winced in pain. I did. I did. It's like the Indian that stubbed his toe in the creek. What? <laughs> okay. All right. We'll come back to that one next week. So y'all have a good weekend. See ya. Bye.